Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show on a Tuesday. News Radio 1070 WKOK. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Steve Jones will be joining us soon from an all-important Sunbury Motors studio. There he is. And let me just say this, Steve, right off the bat. I didn't get a chance to rip him yesterday. The Marlins are a disgrace of a franchise. Okay. Just wanted to open that up with that. Okay. Uh, Let's just start with the information part of the show, and then we'll get to how much you just don't like them. Okay? Fair enough. All right. Uh, So we'll take this uh, several steps at a time. I'll say Penn State the last. Uh, We'll start with the Marlins. Okay. Okay. The Marlins, as we know now, have 15 positive tests for the players and two for the staff. The Marlins will not play again until Monday. I believe the next game is scheduled Tuesday, but they might play a a makeup game on Monday. So the Marlins will not be on the schedule until Monday at the earliest. That's if they play a makeup game on Monday. The Phillies will not play again until Friday. Joel Sherman of the New York Post says that the initial testing that they did on the Phillies, everybody tested negative. But they are also being retested today to make sure they have two negatives. So because of that, they just think it's easier to have them not come back until they play Friday. Here's the irony. The irony is that the next game was scheduled to be at Toronto. Buffalo's not ready. And in a major surprise to the health secretary, Toronto will be playing in Pennsylvania on Friday. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> what are they doing here? <laughs> and Dr. Uh, Levine was asked about that today. Oh, oh really? Yes, oh, she, yes, it was. Yes. And I'm sure they're... Really? <laughs> really? 
so that's the story in the Phillies. So again, they have to have a second negative test. That way, everybody's clear and can play. So what do the Yankees do? Well, the Yankees are actually now going to play Baltimore. So the Yankees will shift up, and they will play Baltimore. Okay? Because Baltimore was scheduled to play the Marlins, the Yankees were scheduled to play the Phillies, so the Orioles and the Yankees will play each other. With the idea that down the road, the Marlins can play the Orioles when they were supposed to be playing at a different time, and the Yankees and Phillies can then resume when the Yankees were supposed to be playing the Orioles. Okay? So when the Marlins were supposed to be playing the Yankees, and when the Orioles were supposed to be playing the Phillies, that's when they'd do it. That's how they'd make it up. All right? So the Phillies don't play again until Friday. They will play Toronto who will sneak in under the cover of darkness. No word on who's throwing out the ceremonial first pitch. That's on Friday. Marlins won't play again until Monday at the earliest. And I say at the earliest because they're scheduled. I think Monday was an off day for the Marlins. They may play a makeup game on Monday. Okay. So that's where it stands. Uh, Ron Renteria, the manager of the White Sox, didn't feel well yesterday morning. So he went and got tested. Now, do you want to know how I realized that the test was negative? When I went to the headline section in sports and Renteria gets test result. Now, you know darn well if he had tested positive, what would the headline have read? White Sox manager tests positive. It said it said White Sox manager gets test result. Well, I had to click on to make sure for the sake of the accuracy of the show that he tested negative. They told me right away he tested negative. Just say he tested negative. <laughs> the heck? Ah. This industry that we're in, Matt, gets lower by the day. <laughs> Sad, yes, but true. Okay. All right, now let's get to the college part of it. NFL camp scores opening today. Let's get to the college part of it. The NCAA is now going to allow schools to open week zero. And already one has said they'll do it, and that's Oklahoma. Oklahoma has taken their game with Missouri State and then moved it to week zero, which is August 29th. The Big 12 has said they want to attempt to play a 12-game schedule. With that in mind, Iowa State, which of course every year plays the Cyhawk Trophy game against Iowa, well, Iowa being a Big Ten team and the Big Ten not playing non-conference games, that means Iowa State can't play Iowa, which means Iowa State has an opening on the schedule. They filled it today with Ball State. For Ball State, that's a big plus. 
Why is it a big plus for Ball State? Ball State lost a number of non-conference games. And this is, I mean, they'll get a guarantee out of it to play it. Next up, uh, we'll stay in the Big Ten. Indiana is still paused, but the understanding is that they should be able to get going by the end of the week. Okay. Michigan State. We told you about Michigan State football. Michigan State football had a staff member test positive. So then they tested everybody, and it came back that a second staff member and one of the football players tested positive. So then you heard they entered into a 14-day quarantine. Well, it's a little more extensive than that. They tested 122 athletes last week, as well as several staff members, both on and off-campus locations. And it turned out that 16 of their athletes, and this is among several sports, 16 of their athletes and four staff members tested positive. That's why they put everybody into the quarantine. Michigan State football players are going to undergo surveillance testing before being allowed to resume workouts. The earliest they'll be allowed to resume will be next Tuesday, August 4th. The earliest Rutgers can start is Wednesday, August 5th. Or no, I'm sorry, Thursday, August 6th. Okay. Um, Ohio State has announced that on the path they're on right now, they would attempt to let fans into the seats. They would cap the crowd at 20,000. Ohio Stadium seats 105. They would cap home crowds at 20,000. They would prohibit tailgating. Fans inside Ohio Stadium would be required to wear masks, observe social distancing. Concessions would be limited. The traditional skull session pregame pep rally at St. John Arena will not be held. Athletic Director Gene Smith sent a letter to season ticket holders about the new rules yesterday. In fact, it was today. Today they sent the letter. So that's what's happening there. We already mentioned Oklahoma's moved its game with Missouri State to Week 0, which means they are allowed this weekend to begin training camp. So as of right now, on week zero, you've got Missouri State, Oklahoma, Marshall, East Carolina, let's see, Idaho State and New Mexico, Cal Davis and Nevada, and Southern Illinois and Kansas as of now. But others will be allowed to play on week zero if they wish. Let's get to Penn State. Tomorrow will be, they say they're going to do this every two weeks, so tomorrow being July 29th, that's the two weeks. We should hear about Penn State athletic testing results tomorrow. Football is 
involved right now as we speak in their fourth walkthrough. They completed their third one yesterday. I can confirm they did it. All right. I can confirm to you they did it. And today is the fourth walkthrough with another one, the fifth one scheduled for tomorrow. Men's basketball has already practiced for today. So they've already gone twice this week. Men's basketball has. Did a lot of five-on-five today. And all the freshmen are in, by the way, for basketball. Caleb Dorsey's out there. Delian Johnson's out there. DJ Gordon's out there. Abdul Zambilla's out there. And uh, the transfer, Sam Sessoms, is out there. So they're all they're all there. As we told you, all the coaches, whatever managers are there and so forth, they're all wearing masks, but the basketball players are playing without masks. Football, every person's wearing a mask. There are no helmets, no pads, so all the players are in masks. So they cover everything. I think I think I covered I think I covered everything. And I would say outside of the moral well, I think probably I would say everything I said is probably new, right? Yes, new within the last half hour or so. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so how did the health secretary respond to the uh, dreaded Jays returning? Um, Dr. Levine basically put it as that she didn't that they didn't want more people coming into Allegheny County where there were spikes increasing, which has subsided over the last few days. It was more more mm. because of Allegheny County seeing a bigger outbreaks than than this week than it is from simply Toronto uh, the Blue Jays coming from Toronto. That was her, that was Dr. Levine's response. So, so it's not an anti-Jays thing. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it was simply well, a, a Pennsylvania thing, I guess. Well, again, this may come off as a technicality, but, I mean, that's the equivalent of the state um, looking at a foreign-owned company and saying you can't set up shop here right now. Because remember, the Blue Jays are owned by a Canadian-based group. Right? So so that's what they're doing. Uh, the Phillies are being, being tested today. And by the way, Juan Soto uh, is on the verge of coming back for Washington, it seems. Uh, Juan Soto had a test... Negative. He needs a second negative test, and he'll be allowed to play again. Okay? So, the Yankees were scheduled to play four games with the Phillies, two in Philadelphia, two in New York. Orioles were scheduled to play four games with the Marlins, two in Miami, two in Baltimore. They have revised the schedule. Uh, The Marlins were scheduled to play a three-game series against the Nationals this weekend. Now, the vast majority of the national players voted not to travel to Miami for safety reasons. Well, the Nationals will not play this weekend while the Marlins are on hiatus. 
So the Phillies will do this. The Phillies will not play today, tomorrow, or Thursday. They will be back at Citizens Bank Park for Toronto Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Phillies have an off day Monday, and then they are at Miami on Tuesday the 4th. The Nationals play Toronto three games at Nationals Park, wipe out the three Miami games. They're off on Monday, and they take on the Mets. The Orioles miss three games more with the Marlins, but then they play Tampa Bay Friday. The Yankees are going to play Baltimore. In fact, the Orioles are going to play the Yankees tomorrow and Thursday, then Tampa Bay. And the Yankees will play Baltimore, and then they play the Red Sox. So that's how they're going to do it. It's all nice, simple, and clean. And Matt still hates the Marlins. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Was there any reaction from the subject of our Friday play-by-play call of the day? I did not hear anything from the subject, actually. That did not come up in any conversations I have with them so far. All I know is I've received reaction from various individuals (laughs) (laughs) who were highly entertained by it. I don't doubt it. Highly entertained. (laughs) Yeah. They loved it. All right. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, awesome, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, great pre-owned inventory, with great deals to be had, great sales staff, service department, second to none, all at Sunbury Motors. Fourth Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Gear, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. I'd like to point out that uh, doing something the other day, and they said, uh, every once in a while, my students will send me something. And it'll start out, Dear Professor Jones. And I'll look at it and I'll think, Just that one mere sentence brings down the entire all of academia. <laughs> if I was like a legitimate professor, okay, if I was a legitimate professor, I'd be sitting there going, "Yo, whoa, <laughs> no, 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 not that guy." <laughs> Come on, our profession means more than that, don't you think? With that, we bring in Neil Coolong. Neil, we'll refer to you as Professor Coolong. Welcome. It's great to be here, and I can assure you from direct experience, you are not the worst Professor Jones there is. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are worse. This, do, this, doesn't, worse. this doesn't sound good. This sounds like there's a problem at North Dakota State I don't know about. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I probably shouldn't say more, but yes, yes, there was one. Or maybe, maybe it was just my problem. I'm not sure. I've been, I've been coming true to that more in my elder years now. Um, when I was younger, I wouldn't have believed it, but it might have been just my problem. You know, like, he might have just not liked me. I'm not sure. Oh man. Oh no. I I had one of those in high school. Um. But it was a chemistry teacher. And what they wanted to do to promote high school football that we were playing to get people to go to the games, they wanted all the players to wear their jerseys to school on Friday because we always played Saturdays. Right? Well, the fact that I was a, he, he ripped me up on one side down the other because I was a football player. I mean, all the time. I mean, it's just like it was, it was the most miserable experience dealing with this guy. Like maybe that's a science and math thing. Cause I had a math teacher that uh, he he bust my chops over that as well. No, we had to leave early for a game once, and oh, he let me hear it the whole class. No, like he wasn't I, even interested in teaching. It was just like Mr. Coolong here yeah. just gets to wear a jersey, and he's just going to leave fifteen minutes <sighs> early. It's like I can go now if you want me to. Right. It's that big of a deal to you. He, he singled me out. Okay, all the time. I'm like, oh man, this is really a lot of fun. I should have. I never dropped a class in my life ever. I should have dropped that one. Uh, I mean, we went to take a test, Neil, and this guy told me I had to move my desk. I said, "Why well, not to move my desk?" He says, "As a football player, you'll cheat." <laughs> so I moved my desk. Okay, so I move. Okay, he says that's not far enough. So I move again. He goes, "That's not far enough." And I finally said, if I move again, I'll be outside. <laughs> now you're catching on. <clears throat> All right, well, give me, give me the grade. Give me the class average grade. I'm probably okay with that in chemistry. Man. Uh, it was a, it was a, in, in terms of academics, one of the dumbest choices I ever made was taking that class. The guy, was, the guy was miserable. I learned nothing from him. Zero. You know, except how to be mean. All right, uh, let's get to the Steelers. So uh, yesterday, others uh, got into uh, uh, into class, uh, not into class, but into training camp. Now the veterans are here today. So uh, how interesting will the next week be? Because they're going to have to practice in a certain way that people aren't used to practicing. Yeah, I think the best way to summarize everything that's happened up to this point, what it took for them, to get to this point and what's going to happen next is I have no clue. And I don't think anybody does. No, I think I, that's, I took, a, that's uh, an accurate answer. It, I thought it, it was interesting. I, I read uh, Roger Goodell's memo to all fans, you know, very, very Roger style. Um, he, he first off says that it, it's a year that's going to be like no other. And then the tone of the rest of it was very on point, like, we're going to do this, 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 and it's like, you have no idea what's right. going to happen. Roger. Exactly. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, that's reality. No team has any clue what's going to happen. Uh, you, you look at baseball. I know that it's trendy right now to assume that because they're professional athletes, the exact same thing will happen everywhere else. It, it, we don't know that either, but something like that probably is going to happen in some form. Um, you don't know where, you don't know how many, you don't know when, it, 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 saying that it's going to happen is not part of a plan. You know, it, it, it's just it, the happenstance of everything that is surrounding this right now is such that 
they're going to have to just basically be ready for anything. You know, it, it's without getting too deep into the matter. Uh, it, it's it's a virus that spreads through contact, and you are involved in a, a, a heavy contact activity. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, delaying hitting sessions in training camp is not going to stop it. Uh, it. There really isn't anything that, that, that's stopping it. So if one guy has it when he enters the building, there's a risk. And, you know, it, I'm not going to jump down this rabbit hole for the nine millionth time. I just got to listen to my school board meeting last night. I've, I've, I've got that on my brain. But oh, was my, it, chemistry the te- thing, my, was my former chemistry teacher there? That would be miserable. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would I would take a chemistry class over listening to that again. That was something else. Uh, Unbelievable! Hey, these these are people in my community. <laughs> like, <I know>. Wow, yeah. <laughs> you guys have all kinds of opinions on this. Yeah. As far as the the teams go, um, they're they're going to do their best. There's going to be outbreaks. There's going to be people that are quarantined. There's going to be teeth gnashing. And what do we do? We need to shut down, hide in caves. It, all of that is going to come out at various points. But the NFL and the NFLPA, so the the owners and the players would not have negotiated as much as they have to this point. Right. In order to back out early, so you you can bank on I would say two three games at least being played uh, this season. There's no way they're going to back out of it now. So whatever it is that comes up, I think is just going to teach them how to figure it out uh, for later in the season. But the idea being, get through the season, hope that things get turned in, in the right direction, and we can make up for a lot of the, the financial bath that we're all about to take this season. Um, and in just hope we can repair this to a point where we thought we were going um, in January of 2020. Because right now, the future is real up in the air. I mean, it, it, the value of the league is going to drop. Um, all of the things that we talked about all winter, as far as the, the negotiation with the CBA, the TV deals, all that stuff is now up in the air. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but that can take a pretty substantial chunk out of the NFL. And if that's the case, different ball game. If you're not, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. So it, it, from a business perspective, that's how they're going to approach it. That's going to greatly affect player salaries, and that's the kind right. of thing that, that gets players you know, out of desire to want to continue playing. And it hasn't been a money issue for players not to play recently. And the amount of guys who are opting out kind of suggests that it's not really either. So right. there, there are a lot of things that are going to have to unfold, um, and I, I have no clue what's going to happen with any of this, uh, particularly in, in a training camp that's probably going to be the least productive training camp any of them have ever had. True, true on that. That let's flip it to the other side on business. The Nationals Yankees game on Fox is the highest rated regular season Fox baseball game in ten years that happened on Saturday. No matter how many games are played in the NFL, the ratings could potentially be through the roof. What does that then do for their value in a TV negotiation? I think it, it's it's interesting because the reason it's declined is probably the same reason uh, those negotiating for uh, you know on the network side of it, uh, you're, they're going to say that you basically have a completely uh, active audience, which you won't have for the majority of this deal. Right. Um, advertisers need they're the ones that need to, to shell out the money for these active audiences, and they haven't really done that. You know the the numbers. I I told my staff this the night before the NFL draft which was, I, I believe there was a day in between the WNBA draft and the NFL draft. Yeah, and I said, I understand that it's the WNBA, but their ratings were up 168%. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I, there, there's a, 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 a high-level player that got drafted, but outside of that, people don't really watch the WNBA draft yet. They came out in, in you know pretty mass quantities to watch this one because there's nothing else to do. You, you have an opportunity to really capture your audience with all of this. You, you've got to be on top of everything that's going on. Rah, rah, go team. Um, the NFL also will have that opportunity. They'll have it bigger than the other sports do just because they're the NFL. Um, I wonder, this is what's interesting to me, because baseball, basketball, and hockey never lived in the soap opera uh, off the court field rink drama the way that the NFL has over right. the last probably 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFL is going to bake that piece of it into their entire product now just because they have twice the size of a roster as any other sport. Um, they don't seem to have the restrictions that hockey and baseball or hockey and, and basketball have put down. So you've got to think there's going to be, you know, pretty significant roster turnover. Uh, throughout the year with a lot of teams in in a way it's almost like you're combining its minor league approach into the nfl because you're going to run out of minor leaguers here after a while if if they are going to quarantine a player for two weeks for a positive test and they're testing as often as they are guys are going to miss and if they're out for two weeks which Mm -hmm. is an eternity in the nfl yep your your practice squad needs an increase by more than four guys. Okay, that 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 bar seems a little low to me. True. And in that regard, I think the attention um, will churn up because what what's going to happen is, I, I, ironically, I told my staff this this morning, we're not going to write an injury report anymore. We're going to write a COVID report. That's what right. this is going to sure. be about. Guy guy with a sprained ankle, we don't care about anymore. <laughs> now it's going to be you know who's who's looking at quarantine. It, it's going to become its own little soap opera. And I think with that, um, it, it doesn't necessarily translate well to TV, but the buildup will be bigger for the game, every game, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of who it is. Right. Um, you know, a Jets-Dolphins game can get a much bigger audience now uh, just simply because we've read so much more at a national level of what's going on within the NFL. So um, I, I think that the monopoly of, of audience that they'll get um, won't last longer than the, the sideshow of uh, the quarantining part of it will last. But the NFL will still be a big product at the end of this. I just wonder if it's not down 5%, 10% just because people learn to live without um, the, the, the structure that it used to be, which isn't now. And when it comes to the WNBA, it, a, a very interesting programming gamble is what ESPN's doing. With the NHL scheduled to come back this weekend, which uh, which they don't carry, the NBA scheduled to come back this weekend, which they carry in droves. Right, baseball's already back. ESPN added 13 WNBA regular season games to their schedule, and what's already going to be a very crowded schedule with the Indianapolis 500, the Kentucky Derby, and eventually. They added 13 WNBA games based on the first game of the weekend that did well in the ratings. That, that That's different than the NFL. It's going to be that's, just, that's interesting, too. Yeah. I wonder if uh, how much of it is... It, it would seem short-sighted to say we have this, you know, huge concentration of audience dying to watch competitive sports right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Let's add them quickly and go. 
or if this is a you know kind of a long-term thing. I mean, in other words, on, on one hand, I wonder if they're not just out of programming. I mean, there are only so many talking head sports shouting shows you can have, right? I mean, unless you and I can hey, syndicate hold on a second. On TV, just, hold on, who are you yelling at? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not against that. Your people can talk to my people. We'll, we'll get something going. But you, you put us next to a WNBA game, maybe, maybe that's different. I don't know. I walked into that. It, it, um I think if you've got solid programming that's right. scheduled that, that you know is going to happen well, in front of fans or not, get it on TV because there's a market of people that can't go to the games now. I, I can see that from ESPN's perspective. I, I wonder well, how much of uh, it is no, I can this too. happens to be on versus the NBA. Right, I, I can too. If I'm ESPN, I do this as well. The reason is, you and I both know, if you're going to be, I don't care whether it's AT&T, Sportsnet in Pittsburgh or ESPN, the driver of what you do are games. Okay? Games drive what you're doing. All right? As much as you want to yell at me for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> North Dakota State. <laughs> Get into that. I'll go, I'll go five hours. No commercial breaks. I'll just keep talking. <laughs> Oh, good, a dream. If if, if, dur- if if during the course of that I don't respond, <laughs> I, don't I, worry, I, I've heard every excuse. I might not be in the room. <laughs> I work with a lot of people. I wonder after um, ten minutes of talking nonstop if they're still there. Well, did I, I just move on? Did I, well, did, I don't think I told you this one, Neil. Uh, I'm I'm teaching class on Zoom. Uh, you know, which is what we had to do to finish out the spring. It was probably the next to last class or something like that. And when they come up on Zoom, you have names. And if now, do you have to hit video to suddenly you're there? Okay. Well, I'm sitting there, and I've got a couple of people that are on video, and I've got the vast majority are there with their name. So... At one point, I asked a question. I wanted to get feedback from each person there on the question I asked um, dealing with the class and, and how to handle something. All right, so I want to get a feel. So I'm asking, bing, 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 bing. So I get to this one kid that says, oh, DJ. DJ? <laughs> DJ. Okay, there is no DJ. Now the class is Now the class <laughs> goes on for another half hour after this, and we're done. Everybody logs out, ding, 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 except DJ. <laughs> that kid logged on. Oh, he didn't get shot in his chair. Or that kid logged on and either went back to sleep, <laughs> took off, left, did, went to the groceries or something, <laughs> but he wasn't there. <laughs> DJ, DJ's a gambler, man. He's, he's banking on the fact that you won't call on him and he'll get back from whatever he's doing in time. To turn off with everybody else. I mean, this is this is Zoom conference call stuff 101. I mean, you can't just, you know, there are only so many times you can say, "Oh, sorry, I was on mute," you know, before everybody realizes that you weren't paying attention at all, or but, just weren't there. If you're in a class, especially something like that. You you got to know that they're going to call on you eventually. They're going to get to everybody to make sure that you're, you know, that you're there. The fear of the teacher is is hanging over your shoulder. I mean, Neil, I wasn't doing something intentional. I was trying to. Get information from in class in general as to how to handle something, right? So we could then take care of the next class. That's why I wanted to get a feedback from everybody before I got to him. I'm like, I got 
Nothing. He's abstaining from the vote. <laughs> 51 yeas, 48 noes, and one abstention. <laughs> CJ. Oh, wait a minute. Well, that was, that's how Penn State stayed in the Atlantic 10. West Virginia abstained. <laughs> that one extra year, and then there Penn State won the championship. Temple voted. CJ is obviously from West Virginia, there so you, there you that, go. There you go. All set. <laughs> One quick question about actually about the Steelers. Is there any position battle that's actually a position battle or is everything pretty settled going in? I, I think for the most part, um, you know what you're getting. And it, it, I guess it would depend on, on what you want to define their running back situation as. Is it going to be uh, primarily James Conner? Or, or are they looking for a replacement back? Yeah. You know, in, in, in that, you have a, a, a backfield. And they just signed um, Wendell Smallwood today as well, Saw that. which was an interesting addition. I'm mm-hmm. kind of waiting to hear which Steelers running back is opting out. But um, right. you put all of them together, the ones that they have signed now, uh, they're all very unique to each other. So um, in a way, I want to talk about the competition for touches, the competition for who's involved and what package and what they would use and when, because I think the fulcrum of the offense really is how you want to use uh, Derek Watts not to create more Watt hysteria in Pittsburgh, but (laughs) he's he's an interesting piece to what they're going to do because they haven't run power football I don't know how long. Um, You're not paying. Yeah, because they use Roosevelt Knicks in certain situations. Yeah, very few. Very few. I mean, a lot of people didn't even realize he was hurt most of the year. Exactly exactly right. He was a special teams guy, and he was a good one. You know, and if Watt's Watt's an improvement on that, um, great, but you're not paying him $3 million a year to chase kicks. You know, no. you, you've got to have him involved in the offense. So is he an H back now? Uh, that, again, suggests, you know, mm-hmm. some power concepts coming into play. So which running backs you want to use in which situations when you're running uh, a, a different, well, maybe not a different scheme, but you're going to implement more power football as opposed just to the inside and outside zone that they've been doing. Um, that'll be interesting to watch. And along with that, I just think you, you have a lot of, of young running backs uh, who may be uh, the, you know, they may be the unquestioned starter next year. If, if something doesn't get done with Connor, they don't want Connor. Um, they've got a bunch of guys in, in place to try out. So I, I think uh, a lot of attention should be played to them. And um, probably above anything else, where's Juju Smith-Schuster and, and how much right. has Deontay Johnson grown? Uh, from year one to year two, I still think is going to be an excellent player. Going to be a lot of fun to watch him get out there and play. <clears throat> Roosevelt Knicks played against Penn State when he was at Kent State. He was a defensive tackle, so there you a go. good one too. He was a good one. He was, in fact, he was the best player on that team. He was really good. Well, I'm really bummed to see so, him go. He's a great guy. He's a great player. I hope he. Uh, I hope he does well elsewhere. So when are we going to start the uh, four hours of uh, yelling back and forth uh, on the radio? All right, give me ten minutes. Ten minutes up the camera. Perfect. I'm in. Throw a hat on. <laughs> I'm good. I'm in. <laughs> I can go for four hours today. <laughs> <laughs> You're rare to go. Dale, great to great to yell at you. It was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Thanks for having me, guys. Neil Kulwong, back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Trade in and trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia. From now 
until the end of the month, Sunbury Motors Kia will give you more. That's right, more than your car is worth. Take advantage of Kia's first ever trade-in assist bonus cash. Get an extra $1,500 on 3rd Row 2020 Serenos. There's 22 available with savings up to $7,025. SMC has an extra $1,000 on the versatile 2020 Sportages. There's 27 available with savings up to $4,655. Plus an extra $1,000 on the stylish 2020 Kia Souls with 17 available and savings up to $44.24. The demand for quality pre-owned vehicles is at an all-time high. So stop in Sunbury Motors Kia for your upgrade today. Trade in, trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Retail trade and assist applies for model year 2000 or newer Kia or competitive model. 